Stanam, he is the ultimate state for us. Nidhanam, he is the final destination. Bijam Abhyayam, he is the imperishable seed from which all of us have grown. The point here is, I am the goal, Gati, he said. I am the supporter, I am the Lord, he said everything. So if you see it in a particular sequence, it's very interesting. A goal may not support you, but he is also the supporter, right? Bartha. But the supporter is not a third party. Gati Bartha Prabhu, he is our boss. The Lord is not a partisan supporter. He is only the witness, Sakshi. The witness is not indifferent. He is the very abode where you live, Nivasara. Sharanam, he is not just a temporary Nivasa, temporary shelter, no. He is the shelter, your refuge and permanent shelter. The shelter is not a public shelter. It is a Sharanam for you. You are, you are not one among many. It is the shelter given by your own friend, Suhrit, to you. This friend is the source from whom you originated. This friend is the source in whom you will dissolve. And this friend is the ultimate strength, foundation, stanam, nidhanam. He is a treasure house. He is the seed from which everything arose. In fact, this one sloka is enough for meditation. Carefully sit quietly and go through the meaning of every one of them and go through it again and again, you will see that you are right in the lap of the Lord. I have a, <coughs> I have a few, few words about certain particular words here. Gatihi is a very interesting word. Gatihi. Vishnu Sastrama has Gati Sattamaha. Chaturgatihi. In his avatar as Rama, the Lord sanctions the ultimate Gati for the vulture king Jatayu in the following shlokas. Yagatir Yajnashilanam. Yagatir Yajnashilanam. this is from Valmiki Ramayana. In Valmiki Ramayana, after Jatayu is cremated. Jatayu first informs Rama about Ravana carrying Sita away and so on. So finally Jatayu is cremated and the Lord says, you mighty king of eagles, you will go to a great uh, uh, loka. I am sending you to that loka which is treasured by all people who have given away lands, who have been very honest, who have been doing all their Agnihotra and everything very correctly. So, Mayatvam Samanaknyata, I am telling you, you go to those treasured Lokas. Vridhra Raja, 
ಈ ಘಟಾಯು ಮಹಾಸತ್ವತ್ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತ ಯುಹಬೀನ್ ಯುಹಬೀನ್ ವಿಚುವಲೈಸ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಮೀ ರೈಟ್ ದರ್ ಫೋರ್ ಯು ವಿಲ್ ಗೋ ವೆರ್ ಅಬರ್ ಐ ವಾಂಟ್ ಯು ಟು ಗೋ ಸೊ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಗತಿ ಅಲ್ಟಿಮೇಟ್ ಗತಿ ಸೊ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಒನ್ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಅನದರ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಇಸ್ ಸುಹೃತ್ ಸುಹೃತ್ ಇಸ್ ಫ್ರೆಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೋರ್ಸ್ but he is the sukhrut in times of distress very personal sukhrut you know the great story of the draupadi which you are going to see in the mahabharata he is the best friend and for draupadi he came just almost at the right time and the uh, that scene he is described by a poet in a beautiful sanskrit poetry kamsari karunya kallola veleva dukula pankti kamsari karunya kallola veleva dukula pankti dukula pankti means sari series of sarees the the series of sarees kallola veleva how do they come they come like the uh, waves of the ocean and what is this ocean it is the ocean of compassion of the lord it is the ocean of compassion of the lord kamsari karunya kallola veleva so the uh, waves from the ocean of compassion from the lord it comes like that infinite infinite so that is suhrut saranam also i want to tell you because these are all very important words saranam suhrut gati these are all <clears throat> there is a classical statement in the ramayana sakrdeva prapannaya tavasmiti ca jachate abayam sarva bhutebhyo dadam yetat pratam mama vibhishana comes to surrender to the lord crossing the sea and all the people including all the monkeys including hanuman they are afraid I mean, except hanuman all the other people are afraid that this raksha is coming as a surrender he might be coming for a vile purpose don't do that don't give him the surrender thing but the lord says sakrdeva pravannaya tavasmi iti chayachati even once sakrdeva even once when he says i am for you i am yours abayam sarva bhutebhyo i am giving abayam for all such people in his latest vrata that he adhered to steadfastly all his life in the ramavatara that is why he is called suvrataha in uh, vishnu sahasra so that is this shloka gazit bhartha we go to the next we have the last shloka of the atma sahasra nama ಅಮೃತಿಂಗ್ amartam i am also i am the nectar i am also the death i am amartam i am mrityu i am sadasachaham arjuna sat asat aham i am the sat the existence i am also the non existence what does it mean mean 
Sattva stands for Stura existence. Among the five elements, you know, earth, water and fire are the Stura elements because they are perceptible for our senses of smell, taste and sight. Right? Earth, water and fire. On the other hand, the other two, uh, space and air, are not amenable for perception except by touch and sound. But the Lord is both. He is Sati as well as Asati. The universe is both Sati and Asati. The universe has no reality of its own. It is appears to be present because of the presence of the Sapatam, the Lord. The Taitri Upanishad says, Satyam cha andritan cha satya babavata satyam cha andritan cha both of them came from the satya. Satyam cha andritam cha that is the stula and the sushma. So paroksha and aparoksha that is the uh, uh, visible ones and the invisible ones both of them. So the sadhasat chaham arjuna, sati asati chaham. This is a very important statement from the Lord. Another way of looking at the same sat and asati is, sati is cause, karana, and asati is the effect. So karana and effect, cause and effect are both him, himself. Vishnu Sasham also says the same thing. Sadhasat charam acharam, sati asati Charam, Acharam. Charam is perishable, Acharam is imperishable, both are me. That Charam and Acharam has been becoming in our 15th chapter, also in the 13th chapter. You will understand it then. Look here. He is everything. So the world, the universe is He, the Lord. But when we perceive the universe as universe, as material things, it is asat. It's not there. It's maya. But when we perceive the universe as the immanent absolute, the Lord is there. So you see it as the Lord, then it is real. So universe is both real and unreal. Real if you perceive it as the Lord. Unreal if you perceive it as the universe. This is the fundamental tenet of Advaita. <coughs> So the world is unreal only as universe, as the world. The world is real as Brahman. Okay, one more reference to the Sat Asat. Sadasadrupadharini. Sadasadrupadharini. The goddess is of the nature of the absolute reality. Sat Satrupadharini. Also the nature of the transactional reality which is unreal of the world. So she is Sati Asati Rupa Dharini. In fact, Lalita Trishati also has says this because this is so fundamental for the Lord. All the Sarasanamas do this. I am sure in Subramanya Sarasanama, Vinayaka Sarasanama also it will be there, but I have not noted it. Sadasadashraya Lalita Trishati. The goddess is the substratum. Ashraya means substratum. She is the, he is the substratus, substratum for both Sat and Asat. Sati is the cause, Asati is the effect. Sati is the stooler, Asati is the invisible uh, things. 
right? So that is shloka number 19. So that finishes the four shlokas which I called Atma Sarasthanamam, which you are supposed to get by heart. Now we have some ordinary shlokas. You know, always Krishna alternates between very uh, profound shlokas and then simple shlokas. Here, here are some sim simple, simple shlokas, 20 and 21. Long, of course, but very simple. You will understand it. Trividyamam somabhav putapapaham yadnyayirishtva swargatim prathayante tepunyamasadya surendra lokam Asnanti divyan divideva bhogan. Swargatim prathayante. We ordinary people, what do we want? We want place in heaven. We want to go and see the Apsaras and so many other people. So for that we do all the rituals. And these yajnai, the yajnas are mentioned in the Vedas. Right? And they are uh, talking about somapa, somapana. For the yajnas, you have to have the somapana. So those things erase your papa, puta papaha, somapaha, those who drink the soma drink. Trividya according to the three Vedas. Right? And puta papa, all these sins have gone. So, as so, or these people, yajnirishtva swargatim prarthayante, they want to go to Swarga. They do that. They, because they have done the various punyas, te punyamasatyas surendra lokam. Having done all these punyas, they go to the indra loka. Te punyamasatyas surendra lokam. Asnanti divyan divideva bhogan. There they enjoy. Asnanti divyan deva bhogan. The divine delights. Deva Bhogan, divine delights, they enjoy. But what happens? Next sloka tells you, these two shlokas should be read together. They enjoy all the uh, um, goodies in the Swargaloka. But after some time, that punya is exhausted. You know, they have done so much punya, so for that there is so much result. When the punya is exhausted, Martyaloke Vishanti, they come back to the mortal world. This is the fundamental thing in the whole of Sanatana Dharma. You do this kind of punya, yajna, with, with desire, you want this, you want that, you want this, then you will get it in the Svargaloka. But when the punya is exhausted, you have to come back here. You will not go to Brahman, you will not get that absolute knowledge. So, evam trayi dharmam anuprapanna gata gatam kama kama anabhante. Trayi dharmam, the three Vedas, actually only three Vedas are mentioned always. Because Atharva Veda is a series of magic rituals and uh, magic, magical mantras. So, usually they refer only to the three uh, Vedas. In fact, you know when you have uh, the Upanayanam, you can, you are eligible to learn all the Vedas. No, only three Vedas. To learn the Atharva Veda, you have to have another Upanayanam, another ritual, another so many things. So Atharva Veda is very uh, technical and therefore it is very well protected. Therefore that is not usually mentioned. Mr. Rathagopala asked me this question last time. Evam trayi dharma manu prapanna gata gatam 
in the whole of the Gita, there are three promises by the Lord. Three important, no, with guarantee, personal promise He is giving you. What are the three? This one, Ananyas Chintayantoham, Yedana Padyupasati, Tesham Nitya Vyuktanam, Yoga Kshemam Baha. I will take care of that yoga and shema. He says, this sloka. There are two more shlokas. One comes in the ninth chapter itself, the 31st. This is shloka number 22, 31st. There he is going to say, Name Bhakta Pranasyati. My devotee never perishes. Name Bhakta Pranasyati. Shloka number 31, chapter 9. I will come to, I will explain that at that time. And then, of course, the final shloka is there. 1866, uh, he who throws away all the other dharmas and keeps only uh, surrendering to me, I will take care of his moksha and everything. He is going to say, Shloka number 66, chapter 18. So now, I am going to, we are going to talk about this for a little time now. This Ananyas Chantrintoma. The other two shokas I will come later. But this shoka, shoka number 22. <coughs> First recognize the flow of thoughts which brought Krishna to this shoka. Just before, what did, what did we see? We saw people are doing rituals, uh, yajnas, they go to the heavens, after the punya is exhausted, they come back. But these people are not going to come back. Ananyas Chantrintoma. So he is going to say that if you think of me all the time at the subconscious level, I am with you. I will take care of everything for you. That is what he says. Remember, going to the heavens and enjoying those things, that is not a spiritual pursuit. You, if you want to pursue, I mean, ascend the spiritual ladder, it cannot happen there. Even Indra or Brahma, when they want to do tapas, they come here. Either to the Ganges or to the Kaviri or to the Godavari. They come here. Or to the temples and various places in India. So, the spiritual pursuit has to be done only in this earthly life. Now, the punchline in these words, Ananya Ashtintayantovam Ananya Ashtintayantaha One punchline. One important thing, nityabhiyuktanam, so that is condition one, condition two, ananyashintayantaha nityabhiyuktanam. The, the importance of this verse comes, of course, from these two and the promise he is making, but the importance is also because what it does not say, sir, what happens to me if I don't do this? Right? Is that because all our, even devotees suffer? Why so many devotees suffer? There is no reason here. So that is not what he said. People say, I have not harmed a single being. I have been a devotee all history. But see what has, what has befallen on me. Uh, the, some, some ordinary people, some, uh, I, I will say, not full scholars, house scholars. They will tell you, oh, the God is testing you. When you suffer, 
They, they tell you God is testing you. But God is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows what kind of man you are. He knows you will not pass his test. So why should he test you? Why should you test you? This theory of God testing does not appeal, appear, does not apply to ordinary people like us. Because ordinary people like us will fail his test. He knows. Then what does it mean? This test is only for such great people, great bhaktas, like Kabirdas, like Ramadas, like Mirabai, like so many people. All the Myanmar's of the South, all the Alvars of the South, of the Vaishnava theory. So the, the Lord knows that they won't fail his test and therefore they test. Then why does he test them? To, uh, to tell you and me, to tell you and me, to show to you and me what will happen if there is a perfect devotion, how the Lord will come and save you, even at the most trying circumstances. Of course, Draupadi is there, so many other examples are there. But in our ordinary cases, we are devotees, but we suffer. Why? There are three reasons. One is prarabdham. Prarabdha karma. We have to, we suffer because of our prarabdha. Not because of he is testing us. No. Second reason is in spite of ourselves, our ego is dominant. We donate something and we do want to write that so and so do not get this so much, so much, so much, etc. And we want to put it in WhatsApp, we want to put it in Facebook, we want to inscribe it in the temple wall and so on. So the ego is dominant. Vasudeva Sarvamiti, he said there. We, we read it, but are we really convinced that Vasudeva is everything? If the man, if a man points a gun at you, hey, tell me, is, is Vasudeva everything? Are you going to say yes or no to him? That's the point, you see. That is the point. The great devotees, I said, they will say, no, yes, was wise everything. You can shoot me if you like. But we are not ready for that. So that is why we suffer. And remember, if we don't, if we are not convinced, convin what, what is conviction? Vasudeva Sarvamithi. This conviction is difficult, but uh, as, as a young boy, 10 years old, I understood it from my father. What is the meaning of conviction? You know, we had to wake up. I, he, he wakes me up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to the river for snan and everything. Papa, it's very difficult to hear you waking me up. No, no, no. <laughs> you, so he will, he will argue like this. Did you not, were you not convinced yesterday when I told you that you should get up at four o'clock, it is good for you and so on? Yes, I was convinced. Then if you are convinced, then you should get up now. Conviction means you should follow it. There is no question of intellectual conviction and not following it. There should be an emotional conviction. That is this. So the contrary thought, if you are not convinced about Vasudeva Sarvamiti, that contrary thought 
what does it mean it means that um, ananyas chintayantaha nityabhyuktana these conditions are not fulfilled so that is a second reason first reason ego second reason is we are not convinced about the vasudeva sarvamiti there is a third reason most certain we the, we are devotees of the lord and what do we want we want to pass examinations we want to pass in our interview we want our daughters and sons to be married and live well we want to have this we want to have that we have so many desires material desires when he says yoga kshemam bhamyam she is not going to see that you are getting the right commuting bus today to your office he is not going to take care of your material he probably he will but that is not what he is saying he is saying your spiritual yoga kshemam sir what is spiritual yoga kshemam yes you have to attend ascend in the spiritual ladder later in shoka number 31 he is going to say my devotee perishes not maname bhakta pari pranashiti that does not mean nothing will happen to you things will happen but your spiritual ascent is assured your spiritual ascent is assured that is the most important thing he will not allow you to go down the spiritual ladder that is the meaning of name bhaktas pranashyati so the yoga kshemam that he is talking about it is the spiritual yoga kshemam that is assured but along with that the ordinary material yoga kshemam also will come take it as a bonus take it as a bonus there is, there is why the words ananyas chintento mam you know in chapter 8 we saw another shokam ananyachetah satatam yomam smarati nityasham astasyavakam sulabha parthe if he who thinks of nothing else but me and nitya yukta the two things are there in that shoka shoka number 14 of chapter 8 shoka number 14 of chapter 8 so tasyaham sulabha parthe i am sulabha i am easily accessible to you so the ananya bhakti ananya bhakti bhakti to the lord which is not dispersed by any other thought other thoughts of materialistic values or any other deity etc is him this even when he is talking about great things in the 13th chapter he is going to describe what is jnana what is jnana what is knowledge uh, you will see one of those things just i am quoting you for you quoting for you mai chananya yogena bhaktiravya vicharini bhaktihi avyavicharini ananya yogena without thinking of any other thing the bhakti that does not distort itself avyavichara vibhichara means prostitution actually that means it is does not go to any other thought that is called avyavicharini avyavicharini bhakti that bhakti is part that itself is jnana he is going to say in 13th chapter so he is reachable by such a devotee 
Once he is reached, there is no more death, no more birth. Mamupetya punarjanma dukkhalaya masabhusam napunavanti mahatmana. He then go back to chapter 8. He has said it all these things. Mamupetya punarjanma. Chapter 8, Shoka 15. So, such people do not come back for another birth. Though the entire world of beings have to come back. Right? <clears throat> yes, sir. You have told me so much about this Ananya Shanti and Tomam. I see the importance of it. But still, the conditions are too difficult. Without any other thought, I have to be thinking about him. He's rather tough. Therefore, you know, he's going to say a few sokas later. We are going to see today. Patram Pushpampalam Tohim Yume Bhaktya Preach. Even one patra, one leaf, one flower, one thing. If you give me with Bhakta, I am allowing it. I, I will take it that you are my devotee. He's going to say. So that is this. Ananyas Chintayam Tomam Shokam. A very important Shokam. There are three promises, I told you, of which this is one. The other two we will see. One of them we are going to see uh, in this chapter. <clears throat> so now we go to 23, 24, 25. We have simple Shokas. Epyan yadevata bhakta yajante shaddhayan vitoha tepima amevakam teya yajanti avidhipurvakam. Those anyadevata bhakta, anyadevata means other deities, or you can think of material interests, any of them, as I told you, cricket also is your deity. So, epyan yadevata bhakta yajante by dedication. You are not uh, interested in the absolute Nirguna Brahman Parabrahman. You don't understand it. But you are willing to go to a temple, worship and so on. That kind of thing. Tepi mameva kaunte yajanti avidipurvakam. Those who worship other deities, other interests in any, any other way, though they worship me in Methods which are not the proper ones, avidipurvakam, tepi mameva kaunteye, they are also worshipping me only. This shloka is used by uh, Vedantic scholars to say that by Hindu speakers, they say that Hinduism supports all religions. This is, this is the shloka which tells them. Because Tepima, so even though he is worshipping a Christ or Allah or any other God, even the, he is worshipping only me, this Parabrahman only. So that is the idea here. Therefore, he, he, he therefore describes himself. Aham yanam cha prabhurevacha. I am the bhokta, I am the receiver of all your uh, offerings. Of all your offerings, you may offer it to the small deity at the foot of a banyan tree, which you have yourself installed yesterday. Okay. Aham gizarvayajyanam bhokta cha prabhu. I am the bhokta, I am the prabhu, I am the master. Natumam abhijananti tattvena tashtya vantite yagani of God. You do not, you people do not understand that even when you worship that 
small vigraha which you have put just under the banyan tree and you are worshipping it. That also is coming to me only. I am there. And he further explains that in, in our language. Yante Deva Vrata, Sloka number 25. Yante Deva Vrata Devan, Pitrin Yanti Pitrin Vrata Oham, Bhutani Yanti Bhutajya. Yanti Madhya Jinopimam, Deva Vrata Devan. Those who worship certain deities, they will go to those deities. Those who worship their ancestors, they will go to their ancestors. Ancestors will bless them. Bhutani, those who worship some devil-like uh, deities, we don't know. They will go to them. Those who worship me, they will come to me. Yanti Madhyajino Pimam. Therefore, he says, look at 26 now. Patram Pushpam Palam Toyam Yume Bhaktya Prayachati Tadaham Bhaktyupakritam Asnami Prayatatmanaha Patram means leaf, Pushpam flower, Palam fruit, Toyam water. Yome Bhaktya Prayachati Whoever gives any one of these or all of these with Bhakti, important, with Bhakti, Tati Aham Bhaktyupakritam that what is given with bhakti, I take it, asnami, prayatatma, because he is, he is striving, he is striving for ascending the spiritual ladder. So this is the methodology for a devotee who is not a, uh, understanding many things, but what you have to do is this, Patram Pushpampanam Toyam Yome Bhaktya Prayakshati Tadaham Bhaktyupakritam Tadaham Bhaktyupakritam With devotion, with faith, give it. Asnami Prayatatmana And that takes us to Sloka number 27. You know, I am calling many slokas very important, most important, right? So what should I call? This 27 I should call it most, most, most important. It is not my word. Shankaracharya's word. Shankaracharya selects a sloka, chapter 11, sloka 55, as the, the most, most, most important. It tells you everything in Gita, that one sloka is enough. That's why it is. But actually, that shloka is a little theoretical. This shloka is says the same thing as 11.55. So mark it, 11.55, chapter 11, shloka 55, and chapter 9, shloka 27, are both meaning the same thing. But this shloka, chapter 9, 27, is practical. That shloka, 11.55, is in theory. Justify this. Both are equal. In fact, uh, in Chennai, so, some years ago, I gave a lecture in Kukuswami Shastri Research Institute to a bevy of scholars, lot of great scholars, pundits. They knew, I mean, they're great scholars far above me in terms of uh, uh, understanding, knowledge, and uh, qualifications. So, to them, uh, he gave a lecture and this sloka 
was the title. Only one shoka. And I stopped for probably an hour and a half. They all agreed with my interpretation and the understanding of the shloka. So that is, with that authority, I'm speaking now. First, simple meaning. Yatkaroshi, whatever you do. Yadashnasi, whatever you experience, whatever you eat, consume, experience. Yadashnasi. Yadjuhoshi, whatever you offer, you know, in oblation, in yaga, in yajna, to the Lord. Yadjuhoshi. Dadasi, whatever you give, charity, or to others, dadasi. And tapasyasi, whatever you do as a sadhana, as a tapas. So, I have five things stated. What are the five things? Karoshi, Asnasi, Juhoshi, Dadasi, Tapasyasi. Five things. Tat Kurushwa Madarpanam. You dedicate it to me. You dedicate it to me. You do it the way I want it. You offer it to me. You do not have any doership there. You do not have the experiencership there. That is, I am not the experiencer. I am not the doer. It is you, that kind of thing. So then, so let us understand this shloka. Well, this shloka, the, the, the rest of the day today, we are going to be doing this. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Already, Krishna has declared in that famous sloka of the Atma Sahasranamam, Tapamyakam Hamvarsham Nigrunna, today we saw that, and also we began with Gatir Bhatta. I am the one who does. Ram uh, Kumar has said, Mama, did we skip Slokas 924? I skipped Slokas 924. I'm asking, have you skipped, skipped it? I have his right now. No, I see. I will come back. Okay. And then somebody is suggesting that I skipped Slokas 24, 25. I did not. Only 24. I did not. Only 24. Only 24. No, I did not. Uh, so then we will continue with 26. 24 is very simple. There is nothing there. So 27. <coughs> so, the Lord is everything He has said. You see a rope. There is a rope in twilight. You see it as a snake. There is no snake. There is only the rope. The snake is on the rope. So, like that, you are seeing the universe, really only the Lord is there. This is what he has said. So he says, <clears throat> this mystical fact, what is the mystical fact? That there is only the Lord, everything else is only an appearance. That is the mystical fact. This is the foundation for all that happens. And it is the bhakti people to understand it. That is so. There was already a logo statement, Yukta Asita Matparaha, second chapter. Yukta Asita Matparaha. So the word Yuktaha 
has actually three connotations. One is immediately it is in the second chapter itself. Yoga kuru karmani sangam tetwa dhananjaya be in yoga sangam tetwa avoid all attachments. Yoga sangam tetwa dhananjaya yoga kuru karmani yoga that is that is yoga says and then. When you come to the sixth chapter, how do you practice the sadhana? There he tells you, Atmasamstammanatritva. The mind has to be stationed in the Atman. Atmasamstammanatritva. You are not thinking of anything else. So one is Yogastakkuru Karmani. All your actions you do in yoga as uh, a karma yoga. Without attachment, that's the meaning. Atma samstammana kritva. Yoga means Atma samstammana should be stationed in Atman. And then just now in the Atma samstammana just now. Maya tatamidam sarvam jagadavyakta murtina matsthani. So in this chapter he has said, I am the one who is everywhere. Whatever you see there is only a Maya thing. So these three things are already embedded in Yukta Asita Matparaha, in the word Yukta. Yogastakurgarmani by sitting, be in Karma Yoga and do action without attachment, we understand. Atma Samstamanatva, keeping the mind in Atman, stay there without thinking of anything else, I we understand. But this Mayatatam, the God is everywhere. God is there in all the universe. The universe is not there, only God is there. How does that connect with what I am going to do? What, what is my, my daily practice? How do I show bhakti in this kind of thing? So this, for this, we need some elaborate explanation. That is what I am going to give you. I would um, I would request you to just turn to chapter 11 and look at number 55 because I am going to do that and this together. Chapter 11, number 55, the last sloka in chapter 11, the last sloka. Matkarm makran matparamaha Bhakta Sangha Varjitaha Nirvaira Sarva Bhutaeshu Yasamam Yeti Pondava Quickly meaning Matkarma Krithi Always do your actions for me, dedicated to me. Matparama Keep me as your total refuge, as your ultimate destination. Madhbhaktaha, be my devotee. Sangavarjitaha, no attachment to anything other than these things. Sangavarjitaha, see, I am not the body like that. Nirvaira Sarvabhuteshu, all of them do not have any hate to any being, any being, human or non-human. If you are like this, sa mom eti pandava, he comes to me. Here are five things. Five things. Matkarmakrate, Matparamaha, Matbhaktaha, Sangavarjitaha, Nirvaira Sarvabhuteshu. 
So now it is, you should take this chart, which you, you have it. You, you have, must have downloaded it. This chart. The chart, nine ways of assimilating and practicing the teaching of the Gita. I have combined 9.27, this shloka, Yatkaroshi, etc., and 11.55. So I will go through this. Yatkaroshi, whatever you do, certainly, Karma Yoga, no attachment. No attachment. That is what it says in Matkar Makrati. Sir, how do I do it? What actually should I do it? So the, I have given you a methodology. I have given you a methodology sloka. My Sarvani Karmani Samyasya Dhatma Chetasam Nirashi Nirmamo Bhutva So all your karmas turned on to me Nirashi, no desire, Nirashi, no uh, I and my Nirashi Nirmamo Bhutva Yudhyaswavigata Jura He is telling Arjuna, fight. For us, he is telling, do your actions. So, this yet nothing but karma yoga. This is efficiency in action. So that is number one, column one, karma yoga. Remember, Gita teaches you only five things. I told you. Five things. And I have given it in the first row. Karma, Bhakti, Saranagati, Yoga Sadhana, Brahma Bhava. We have mentioned it earlier itself, but now it comes. So, Karma, Bhakti, Sharanagati, Yoga Sadhana, Brahma Bhava are the five fundamental teachings of the Gita to all of us. Of this, if you follow Karma Yoga only, which you can do? You see, it's one of the nine ways. What are the nine ways? There are five, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. If you go by column, there are five. If you go by row, there are four, five plus four, nine. Right? So now, first karma yoga, yatkaroshi. Whatever you do, dedicate it to me. Now, this will prevent you from going and hurting somebody. You cannot dedicate it to the Lord. You see, it is like doing a rotten fruit. Uh, as Navidyam to the Lord. No. If you are doing something wrong, you cannot dedicate it to the Lord. So, both is there. So, Dharma, Charanam, doing the things right and dedicating it to God. Karma Yoga. So, Yat Karoshi. Yad Asnasi. Asnasi means eating, consuming, experiencing. Right? Experiencing and not the experiencer. Everything is his. I have nothing. That conviction should be there. 
that is bhakti but what does bhakti say bhakti say everything is the lord that is why 1142 says be my bhakta mat bhakta yadashnasi whatever you consume whatever you experience there must be an attitude that i am not the experiencer i am not the bhakta i will give you a very simple example from my boyhood i was probably 8 years old or 10 years old i an old aunt probably at that age she was probably 50 or 60 uh, she was attending to me i, I had no mother at that time so when she eats, she was a widow after me she eats when she eats krishna arpanam krishna arpanam so i call her aunt attai i call her krishna is in your stomach i was 8 years old or probably 10 krishna is in your stomach she will say krishna is everywhere because i have heard my father say krishna is everywhere we are all in the stomach of krishna we you know the story he will say that so we are in the stomach of krishna but you are saying krishna is in your stomach so krishna arpanam yadashnasi whatever you eat that must go to the lord not you not you i am not the experiencer i am not the bhokta conviction mean these old ladies here my aunt did not know much vedanta but probably she had been trained uh, that way by her father by her husband or whatever so you see that is bhakti mat bhakta yadashnasi so how do you train yourself to that methodology patram pushpam palam toyam just now we saw that shloka right so this is bhakti yoga column number 2 column number 3 sharanagati yajjoshi all this is in shloka 27 yatkaro shyadasnasi yajjoshi juhoshi juhoshi means you are offering you are offering but you are not offering brahmarpanam brahmahavi brahmatno brahmanagutam brahmaivatena gantavyam brahmakarma samadhya everything is brahman he is offering it to himself you are not doing anything i am not the doer i am not the karta look at the bottom of column 3 i am not the karta and that is what your final shloka sarvadharmam partije is going to say do offer throw everything sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vaja all the dharma the dharma are that you are doing it throw it away and put it on me i am doing it you are not doing anything you have no way of doing it so mat paramaha that is what shloka number 55 of chapter 11 says this shloka says yajjoshi so that is the sharanagati method right then sangavarjitaha yat tapasyasi so we are looking at shloka 27 yat karoshiyadasnasi yajjogoshi dadasiyate yat tapasyasi i am taking tapasyasi as number 4 tapasyasi you do the sadhana you do meditation you do so many things and remember for your meditation he has given you a beautiful methodology look at the methodology shloka chapter 6 which shloka number 
ಮನಶ್ಚಂಚಲಮಸ್ಥಿರಂಚಲಮಸ್ಥಿರಂಪಸ್ when you do the tapas so that means you are not doing anything i am not the bmi i am one with the one the lord the lord is there i am not the bmi is the attitude this is the yoga sadhana method so yat karoshi yadasnasi yajjuhoshi yat tapasyasi now we come to yat dadasi whatever you give i have told you of the Uh, a, a Muslim fakir uh, sitting in uh, some place in Kashi and uh, giving gifts to people by showing his hand like this. He is putting it here, asking people to take it. So somebody asked him, why don't you do it this way? You, when you give something, you give like this. Why don't you do it some way? <laughs> He said, go and ask Tulsiram, Tulsiji, Tulsirasdi. And Tulsiras replied, you know, he is doing it right. Because nothing is his. Whatever he is giving is already the Lord's. He is only doing the act of giving. You know, he is not doing anything. It's the Lord. He is giving what belongs to the Lord to the Lord. So, that attitude, that is the Brahma Bhava, Yat Dadasi. Everything is Brahman. what you are giving is brahman the taker is brahman the giver is brahman everything the act is brahman brahma vava that is the so which means there is you cannot hate anybody therefore nirvairas sarvabhuteshu nirvairas sarvabhuteshu in shloka 55 so we have we went through by columns now you go by Rows. Shloka number nine twenty-seven says there are only five things: yat karoshi, yat astanasi, yat jyoshi, yat tapasisi, yat dadasi. These five things are equivalent to yat karoshi is equivalent to efficiency in action. Yat astanasi is yat astanasi is done the correct thing by having the attitude i am not the bhukta mat then yak johoshi um the correct attitude is i am not the doer yak johoshi yak tapasyasi i am not the bmi i am not the body and brahma bhava is equanimous so these are the five tenets of advaita what are the five tenets of advaita the last karma last row efficiency in action you have to do your actions correctly because you are a great advaitin you cannot go by on the wrong side of the road no 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 you have to follow rules you have to do things right efficiency in action and i am not the experiencer i am not the doer i am not the bmi so the the whole the chart means you can be a follower of any one of the nine things any one of the nine things strictly follow it whatever you, you, you it has to be to your taste 
to your uh, training, to your understanding, and to your conviction. So if it follows that, any one of the nine choose it, and you are following the Gita. So, Advaita. Methodology I have given you, five methodologies. One is for karma, one is for bhakti, one is for sharanang, sharanagati, one is for yoga sadhana, one is for brahma bhava. Just follow those shlokas. I have given you the numbers. Except for the 1866, every other shloka we have seen. 18 chapter only we have to see later. Otherwise all the shlokas you have seen. And 927 is your daily, your duty. So if you cannot do anything else, follow 927. And following 927 is the same thing as following 1145. Shankara says, also, you know, he writes commentary, and for each commentary, some, for some shloka, he writes the introduction. So for shloka 1155, his introduction is, this shloka summarizes everything in the Gita, and this one shloka is the entire Gita. He says that. 1155. That is 1155. So 1145 and 927 are the same. You have seen 927. When we go to chapter 11, we will see that more leisurely. So that gives you the importance of this chart. I want to stop there so that if there is possibility of their asking questions through this, I am ready to answer. Okay. Already Ranjit had a question from last time ah. that we didn't answer. Ah, tell me. And I think uh, Raj Gopal also had a question. Ah. Uh, Ranjit's uh, comment is, I see similarities between chapter 7 and 9. For example, he's got huge examples. Seven point one, nine point one, seven point eight. Yeah, Ranjit, the fact that there is similarity between statements, there is no surprise because Krishna is a good teacher and he repeats and he emphasizes it in a different way. Only when you see a contradiction. Feeling like a contradiction, you tell me. That I will explain. The fact that things are similar, ah, it's good. It's better. You, I mean, I'm glad you understand it that way. Rajagopal's question on the three Vedas, I told you. Atharva Veda is a question of magical formulas and magical uh, mantras. And they were all taken from Rigveda and Samaveda and other things. Um, and as I told you that, it requires a separate training for studying Atharvaveda. Therefore, when they say more three Vedas, that is understood. That is understood. Uh, any other question? Did that answer your uh, things, uh, Ranjit? <laughs> Did that answer your question, Ranjit? Yeah, Ranjit is thanks. Good. <laughs> Shetramanda, do you have a question? Vanuja, Vasanta. Where are, where are our people? Vani? It's all there, all there. Vani is there. Uh, Simon, Vani, Srinita, Srinivasan, Nutalwar. Everybody is there. Everybody is there. Ramkumar. So I would like you to 
skip this chart before you and try to understand all the nine different ways in which you can follow the Gita. And according to me, there are only nine. There are only these nine. That's the beauty. Any other questions? Any other questions? Any other questions? Otherwise, I'm going to close. I am waiting. If you are writing any question, I am waiting. Yes, Ramkumar. Run from me. Ramkumar just says he has one. Ramkumar, I have one. Yes? Go ahead, Ramkumar. You can key it into the message thing. Just wait a little. You might also take this opportunity to open the company for Ramkumar probably says we have karma and bhakti covered. Is jnana referred to in the other three columns? Jnana is the fifth column. The fifth column is jnana, Brahma Bhava. Brahma Bhava. Equanimous view. Of course, for all the other things, jnana is the base. But jnana, by jnana alone, if you want to understand, column number five. The difference between bhakti and sharanagati. What is the difference between bhakti and sharanagati? Not much difference. It is only the way you are doing it. So in bhakti, right, you are worshipping patram, pushpam, palam, toyam, all those things. But in the utmost, utmost, uh, the last act in bhakti. That is why the uh, Vaishnava theology explains Sharanagati as the great things. That is why I have put Sharanagati in the center, number three. Of the five columns you have referred, 
So there's a continuation of Ram. So uh, uh, Ram Kumar, does that answer your question that uh, Jnana is the fifth column? And uh, Narayanan, your question also, does that answer yours? The question was, is Jnana referred in the other three columns? The other three columns have their base. That is, they have their sanction only in that Jnana way. So when you do the Karma Yoga, when you, or you do the Bhakti Yoga in the column two way or column one way, you are basically doing what Jnana demands of you, though you are not saying so. Narayanan, uh, have we have has Appa answered your question? Difference between bhakti and sharanagati. Slight delay, Okay, if there are no more questions, shall we call it a day? Okay.